Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Well, good afternoon, folks. Uh, This is Nate, the producer. Currently, Cindy is running a little bit late, so we're going to uh, play a little bit of music. Just stand by. I do already have some people in the queue. If you're interested in getting a reading tonight and you haven't already spoken with me, please press 1 on your phone, and I will be able to know that you want to get a reading this evening, and I will get your name and location from you, and then that way we are ready to go uh, when we get uh, Beatrix and Cindy back on the line here. So just hold tight for us, and uh, Cindy will be with us momentarily. All right. Thank you. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, which is C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. These are all available. You can download them, listen to them through your iPhone. They're they're basically podcasts, and we know you're listening because we get the weekly stats, and we just want to thank you. I'm going to just do a few announcements, and then I will bring my guest on um, in at spiritseeker.com. That's uh, where the magazine is uploaded and the September issue is there. And just like the radio shows, you can uh, we've been publishing for 17 years, and we have, I think, approximately two years, a little more than two years, archived on the site at this point. We used to have them all up, and now um, we're just putting the you know two to three years at, at a time. But Spirit Seekers started off 17 years as a uh, St. Louis paper. It then expanded throughout the Midwest, and we're now available throughout the whole Midwest, Chicago, uh, Kansas City, into Arkansas, parts of Iowa, etc. But we've been published online since 1998, and so you can read this wonderful magazine each and every month at www.spiritseeker.com. I also want to mention that we are a sponsor and supporter of Deva Pramal and Meaton, who are coming to Chicago on September 10th. It's a little bit outside of Chicago, uh, in Skokie, Illinois, so we will be there. I've only experienced them live one time with over 600 people, and what I can tell you is 
it's an amazing experience to have these um, mantra masters, shall we say, that play, their music is played in yoga studios all over the world, and they do a U.S. tour once a year, and so this is it. So they're in the Heartland, and if you can uh, be there, um, by, I, I would encourage you to do it. There are people that are calling us trying to carpool at Spirit Seeker, so all you have to do is call, and I'll try and match people up. But I am out of town for the first ever Spirit Seeker Crystal Mining Trip. We will be... Um, uh, going to the bathhouses built around the early 1900s. Uh, many famous people have been to these bathhouses. They come from all over the world to be in these bathhouses. And they're spring-fed and amazing healing things happen, etc. cetera. So, um, so there it is. And we then we go crystal mining on uh, Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to have a fabulous time. And um, there are still a few um, openings available and people looking for roommates that we're still matching. So if you are interested at all, all you have to do is call Spirit Seeker at 636-530-7579 or send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com. Um, I am waiting for my guest, Beatrix Quintana, to come on the air, and uh, she will be giving us the astrology for the month of September. She's a very gifted uh, astrologer as well as uh, manifesting with the moon. Uh, she has done a moon, moon book for uh, over 15 years, and this uh, book is fabulous, and I'll, I'll let Beatrix uh, tell you about it. So we'll be learning about how to manifest with a new moon and full moon and the different cycles of the moon. And Beatrix, I do believe, is here. So, Beatrix, are you there? I am here. Oh, fabulous. I've okay. been listening to you talk about the crystal mining. Oh, good. I know. We're doing it on the new moon in Virgo. I, th- I oh. thought it was appropriate with... Sure. So I'm like, so I'm like, I want to learn even more tonight from our, our, you know, wonderful expert on on the moon and astrology. And I know your new 2014 book. I mean, I can't believe it's finished. No, that's not the book. It's the calendar. The book's almost. <gasps> okay. Yeah, okay. it's actually on eBay. I know. You're I like... could not believe it. I was so stoked. I've never gotten it out so early. So we can like, actually market it this year. Fabulous. So it's on eBay. It's going on, you know, I mean, you can get it on my, I don't think I'll be doing um, Amazon because they want like three-fourths of the sale. Oh. So anyway, so it's on eBay right now. Oh, that is fabulous. And it's also on both of my websites. Okay, so if you're wondering what Beatrix is talking about, this is this book that that I every every uh, the first Tuesday of the month, Beatrix is my guest, and I'm so grateful that she you know gives of her time lovingly to to myself and to all of you who are listening, and um, we talk about this book because I think every household should have one. This book, I, I really do. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you know, my kids have kind of grown up with seeing mom set up the altar for the new moon or full moon, whatever I'm hosting, and they they know the crystals. They kind of know the tarot cards now. Okay. I, mean, I know, but you know, but every year your book gets a little bit better. So I think it's been what 15, 16 years you've done this now, maybe even longer. Yeah, and then uh, 20 years for the for the calendar. So the calendar is great. It's got the Tibetan numerology for the day on it, and it's got astrological highlights, and it's got all the void moons, which you want to, um, you know, stay away from. And uh, it just tells you when a planet moves into a different sign, and 
Anyway, it's quite exciting. And uh, uh, so it, it, I picked them up at the printers on on Friday, and now we're on this big marketing campaign for the calendar because never in the history of 20 years <laughs> have I ever gotten it out before the equinox and, um, you know, been able to have time to stick it out there all over the web, so I'm excited. Okay, so listeners, just so you know, Beatrix is now going to share with us how to manifest with the moon cycles uh, during the month of September. So you'll get a kind of a taste of what this book um, offers. But it offers all the different moon cycles. It offers the astrology. It gives you the words for, you know, the astrology. It gives you the part of the body that it rules, you know. um, So new moons and full moons, you know, those are the most powerful times. But the rest of it is important, too. And so she has a calendar and then she has the the moon book. So we're going to hear about the astrology. We're going to hear about how to work with the energy of September. And then we will do readings. So don't, don't like, hang up because I know we already have, like, eight people that want readings and I know they're oh, still good. calling well, in. We can be yeah. brave. Oh, yeah, but that's um, okay. When so, the moon in Virgo is on uh, September 5th, and that's a new moon, and it's um, Virgo's statement is, I heal. So it's a great time with the new moons. You always want to write a manifest list, or we're now calling it with the new worlds, co-creation. But it means the same thing, except that you get, um, it's a more spiritual or feminine process rather than the masculine of the manifestation. But it's, um, well, we co-create during the Virgo time, is a high standard of excellence and um, a healthy lifestyle. Body maintenance is very much a part of the Virgo process. Uh, Learning to accept yourself rather than judge yourself. There's a lot of challenges with the finite details of the Virgo energy, which has a tendency sometimes to be critical but what we call the Virgo time is finding divinity in the details. So if you can allow yourself to reframe your analytical mind towards looking at details and finding divinity in them, you will then develop a new art form in your life and be a lot happier (laughs) and healthier. One of the challenges with the, the Virgo is that they're very precise and um, they have a knowing because they're ruled by the intestines. So your intestines know what has energy in it and that's the the energy that uh, the Virgo or the intestines decipher as to what you want to keep in your body to energize it and then the rest of it gets released down through the intestines and out the body. So the Virgo is like a recycling energy field that recycles what has good energy in it and um, uh, uh, then releases what uh, does not energize you. The other thing that, you know, the plant that's ruled, that Virgo rules is sage. And... 
sage has the sage plant has the ability to store light. That's why when we want to cleanse the house, we use the sage and burn it. Because when we do, the sage plant grows out in the desert and it stores and it stores up all the light in it. So when you burn sage, you add new light into your home. <clears throat> that's been stored in the sage plant and it allows for a cleansing to occur and the so the smoke from the sage is extremely good um, addition to light when we you know we're getting towards um, the equinox when the, the diminishing of light on the planet begins and so we're headed, we are going to have to have very good discerning power between what has light and what doesn't have light. And so it's a very powerful time to become aware of how you will store and manage your own light in your body to get you through the darkness of winter until solstice. So it's it's an important turning point and sometimes difficult because you've just left Leo, which is this huge uh, energy that is connected to the heart of the sun and the sun gets at its zenith and we realize our full potential for the year through the power of, of Leo and it's big and it's grandiose and um, a bit decadent in its manner. And then the minute we turn into Virgo, it goes whoops down into the center of the earth, into the womb of the world, actually, and the womb of of the earth at the same time, and goes deep down into tiny spaces. So it's always a bit of an identity crisis at least it is for me, when we switch from the Leo down to the Virgo. Usually I, I make jewelry, and I make really big jewelry, but when the sun goes into Virgo and the moon goes into Virgo, I make little tiny beads and little jewelry for people who like the little jewelry, and I keep saying, it's okay, you can have divinity in the details. <laughs> and... uh take the light and scan it down to the to a more refined level and it's quite interesting but for you to be in a cave uh, crystal mining during the Virgo moon and the Virgo sun is pretty outstanding I mean the goddess that rules the Virgo is called cosmic womb woman so as you go inside the the cave where the crystals are, you will be able to hold the space to plant some seeds of love and power that will add new sparks of light into the atoms on the earth. And as you do and you get your crystals, you can bring forth a new light, new light to the crystals as you bring them 
from underground to above ground. So it's going to be quite exciting for all of you guys that are going. You know, it's it's interesting. They don't actually let you in the mine shafts anymore because of oh, liability. Right. You have to do the right, right. But the what dirt. they do is, um, we are just so blessed. Spirit Seeker Magazine was at an afterlife conference where people from all over um, the U.S. and and into Canada, and there were some um, other parts of Europe that actually came too. It was an afterlife conference where they were talking about the afterlife, like what happens after you die. And many of the people who attended had lost children or loved ones, and the rest of the people were uh, social workers, doctors and ERs, nurses and ERs, and, um, you know, people in hospice programs. They wanted to, you know, Dr. Raymond Moody and um, Evan Alexander, who is the neurosurgeon who was in a coma with a brain infection and told he was he was going to die, and then he came back, but he remembered being on the other side. You know, he re- they so it's like the afterlife. Well, at any rate, this guy named Bruce Holstead picked up Spirit Seeker at this event because we were a sponsor, and he said, oh, he said, I saw you bringing a group to Arkansas. And he said, I'm living in Arkansas. And he says, I take a group out on the Equinox every year. He oh. said, do you want to merge our groups? And I said, well, you know, I said, I can't come that weekend because I have another commitment. I said, oh, I would have loved to have worked with you. And he said, well, let me see if my group will change dates. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's how it wound up on the new moon in Virgo. And so that's then he says, he says, you know, Right, and he says, you know, we're rock hounds. We've lived in Arkansas, you know, that's where we live. And he said, we've got this guy named Thomas who lives down here and knows all the mines, and he's going to be our guide. So isn't it, it's just like, you know, I know. So so we're actually going in the bathhouses, which is that yin energy that you're talking about, the womb-like, the bathhouses were built in the early 1900s. And so we will be there, um, and then we go the next, and then we're doing the new moon meditation, the whole thing, Friday night. And then the next morning we go with the the mining two days in a row. I mean, it's just fabulous. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. So what do they bring up the dirt? Right, but they'll do it fresh for us. Give you these screens that you shake, and then the crystals. Oh, it's even more. It's it's more uh, rustic than that. They um, this particular mine doesn't take the big crystals out. A lot of times, what these mines do is they'll they'll go through. They'll get the really big, big the phantom crystals and the larger, you know, ones, and they remove those before the people come. Mm -mm. This guy and the guide know these people who who run this mine, and they love that he brings the kind of people like we're bringing, Uh and so they will do it fresh right before we get there, like on Friday. And so, and then they leave it untouched. And so, this guy's providing us with all of our tools, and he's te- he's um, we're we're charging the crystals on Sunday before everybody goes back to their you know their their homes. And oh. we'll do a crystal blessing ceremony, and we're cle- he's teaching us how to clean them. And Thomas is giving you know I mean you know I worked with crystals as far back as Sedona. Do you remember when we were in the womb cave in Boynton Canyon, yeah. and you you were channeling, and you said, Oh my gosh, no wonder you love rocks. You were like the 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 keeper of the crystals in Lemuria. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you probably don't That's remember. That's so good. Well, you're going to have a revamping experience. Oh then. my gosh. So yeah, so this is going to be a first. Um, this is our first annual event. We've decided, you know, well, we, I, I, and the guides have decided that 
Spirit Seeker will offer this um, every year. And, you know, That's we may wonderful. see what Yeah, but I don't know. At any rate, I've, I've never done it, but I've been a rock collector since I was a kid, and, you know, I just am fascinated with crystals and use them in my healing work. So, but, yes, now new moon in Virgo, and um, so okay, thank you for... The crystals that you'll be bringing out will be amped and charged by the reflective light of you know, the healing power of the moon, which is all, you know, definitely the crystals will have extra healing power. Yeah. yeah. Because they're brought out at this time into the light. But I'm telling you, it's a very auspicious uh, process, and I'm very excited for you all. Oh, and thank you for confirming. I mean, I knew, I just knew, I mean, and... And I thought, well, maybe next year I'll do it on the Equinox, but it just felt so right to do it with a new moon in Virgo. And so, Beatrix, with this new moon in Virgo, I mean, there has to be something for you to have your book ready so early. Is it the excitement? Like, what is going on? Because, I mean, people are busier than they've ever been. It's not just the autumn thing coming. I feel like... Uh, Well, you know, the Equinox is when you look at your, what you have produced, for the year, and then what you're going to do with that. And it's, again, the management and storage of light. So, um, you know, the equinox moves us to the harvest time where we really see what our work has produced. So this is the first time I've ever gotten it out so early, but it a lot of it has to do with the team of of people that, I have um, that are, you know, that are on my my uh, my team to put it forward, and we started it several months ago, and the team put it all together, and I wanted the calendar out by the time the when the sun and moon were in Leo, so that worked, and now we're working for the equinox to have it done, the moon book done. And by the equinox, so it'll be ready to flow. And I really believe the reason why I I've been able to get it done so early. I mean, there's other been other times where we haven't even gotten it out till December, like the solstice. So I know. Anyway, yeah. so I'm just really pleased. It's you know I've got great astrologers and. Uh, great graphic designers, and um, it's it just has been really a wonderful team. Well, you know, and, and it, it's also timed with the lunar cycles. I'm I don't, I'm sure you probably realize this, but I, if not, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish uh-huh. New Year, is this Thursday. I know, and, it's so perfect. And, right, and then Yom Kippur is you know Friday, uh, sundown, September 13th till September 14th, and that right. that grace period in between is where you have a new year and you have until Yom Kippur to make atonements with anyone that you know that's anything left over so that you can start off into this new year with a whole new energy and mm-hmm. it um I, and it reminds me of feng shui I mean one of the things that 
you know, one of the things that's recommended is to take all the pictures from all the memories that you had during the sun, sunny summer months, which are yang months, you know, where, you know, we're outside, we're at picnics and barbecues, we travel, kids are off school, parents plan their vacations. And, you know, we have all these wonderful memories that we then, um, if you put them in like a little um, scrapbook almost or like a picture book or, or a memory book, and then you take those memories into the yen darker months of winter it's like you mm-hmm. take it's like when you were saying that sun and all yeah. of a sudden we're going deep into planet earth it's like we, exactly. we've been yang and then all of a sudden we're going inside yeah it's down into the womb right it's amazing well this month presents some interesting um uh, i'll be very interested to see how this plays out but mercury is in three signs this month so right now it's in Virgo, and on the 9th it moves into Libra, and on the 29th it moves into Scorpio. And I usually, it's, it's interesting to look at, um, you know, the differences now that we're in the new world and um, how some of the astrology is playing out. But we've got a lot of, to have Mercury, the messenger, uh, come forward and land in three signs in one month is really interesting. So, you know, each, the Virgo always has the message about the earth and the healing and raising the standard of excellence. And then the Libra has the diplomacy that's required to communicate, which is what we really want, to maybe get some of the leaders of our countries to join forces and allow for diplomacy to work. And then we've got Mercury going into Scorpio, which is always a tough time because Mercury loves to chat and Scorpio likes to stuff inside the closet of already full undelivered communications and Mercury's in there trying to uh, get Scorpio to communicate and you know you got to watch out because if you press too hard you could get stung so that's some interesting things and you know every time a planet changes signs we get a new soul code to deal with. So this says that something's up in the area of communication to have it take on three new codes all in one month. Wow. Pretty amazing. And then on the 14th, we've got Uranus and Mars going at it. And Mars rules war and Uranus rules rebellion. And so we've got to really hold um, our heart uh, to allow for the, you know, for these two egoic planets to get through this without too much damage. Well, um, but the world's an interesting place right now, yeah, as we that, know. So it would be a really good time to pray. And also watch out for your own rebellion you know, and work on that and then work on your own. See what the battlefield of your mind is still 
you know, racing around with and fighting with and see what you can do to work on that personally so that uh, the energy of war and rebellion can take on a different um, field rather than the one it's headed for right now. Well, and, you know, that's what this new world is all about. Right, moving beyond that into the bliss. Right, right, right. We've got to hold that in our hearts, even in these disheartening situations. And um, we want to make sure that we can hold the space for communications to be, you know, held um, and delivered from the high heart so that life can proceed in a non-rebellious or warring way. So there's a lot happening this month. Um, And we have, you know, Uranus retrograde, Neptune retrograde. Oh, Pluto goes out of retrograde. So money will open up again Um, on the 20th. It's been retrograde since April and um, has held back our personal money. So now that it goes forward again, we can make new money. Yay! Yay! And then Chiron, the healer, is still retrograde. But um, it's important to uh, allow yourself to really get to know what it is that you would like healed in your body at this time. And make that known to the cosmic healers and lay down and allow yourself some silence so they can work on you. Um, what a so month. These are, these are some amazing times we're living in. And the key factor is to forge through these times, you know, using your heart-mind, changing your thinking patterns into knowingness, and um, come from acceptance so that the doorway of love opens up instead of judgment. And it's not an easy task, but if you discipline yourself to accept rather than judge, then you're halfway there. Well, and then what about the full harvest moon that we're having on September 19th? Let's just touch on that just briefly. Oh, for sure. So the harvest moon is... It's actually in Pisces. So this is a time when we can really, you know, uh, the Pisces challenge always has to deal with fantasy and reality um, and escape dramas and addictions and This is a time when we, you know, the full moons are all about releasing. So we're releasing and letting go and setting ourselves free from victimhood and uh, martyrdom. Those are are Piscean qualities which belong in the Piscean age. We're now in the Aquarian age. We don't need to be martyrs anymore. We need to become self-reliant. So there's a big switch on this moon to allow yourself to harvest your highest and best potential and come from a place 
where you can accept a new perspective of yourself, accept yourself as free, and accept the, the wholeness that widens your mind. So these are, this is a very powerful um, time period is to get out of the way and let life happen. You know, Beatrix, you were like between the worlds, in the future, in the past. You mean like the fact that you wrote all of this wonderful wisdom that you're sharing with us tonight well over a year ago. This is right. this, is, this is what I'm trying to say, listeners. These books, B-E-A-T-R-E-X dot com, Beatrix.com. You know, we, Spirit Seeker Design, Beatrix's first website. Beatrix and I remember before there was email. That's awful. Back we go. I mean, I remember when I had the email and I didn't know how to use it. And I, when I finally figured it out, I went like, "Oh my gosh, I have seventy-five emails. How did I know that you know, that with publishing that would grow to be like so many more? You know, it's like it's like right. you know, oh my gosh, I know, I know. But these We've are come wonderful a long times, way, baby. Oh yes, we have. We have come a long in way. in a very short time. It's it's hard to believe when you think about it. But um, oh. so so seriously, the books are there. You can find out about her jewelry, spirituality on a string, etc. Okay, so we're going. Um, unless you there's something else, I think um, we'll move to doing some readings. But um, is there anything else you want to share? Or, or? The new reading. Okay, okay. So we're going to uh, take our first caller, and we do ask that you please. Um, limited to one question. So if we answer one question, then don't go up to a second or third question. Right. Because we want to do, right, yeah, right. and then try to avoid the story. Because then not, if we get into too much story that goes with the question, then we can't, um, we can't service all the people. Right. And then remember, this is not the time for a full reading. But if you do want a full reading, you call the Spirit Seeker Office, 636-530-7579. Or, um, you know, uh, Beatrix, you are you're like still I'm kind pretty of much retired from doing readings. I, okay, okay. I do okay. take names for a waiting list, and occasionally I'll do one. Right, but I you do the full so moon teaching yeah, going on right now that right. makes it yeah. difficult. But you can leave your number to be on the waiting list. Right, and then also she has her um, moon meditations that she hosts in California, but then those are available. If you can't make it to those calls personally, you can purchase it the next day. Um, she does all kinds of wonderful things. She has a Facebook uh, page. All you have to do is um, look up Beatrix.com, uh, and then her information for, for Facebook is there. Okay, and, and, you know, you do so many good things, living by the light Thank of the you. moon. Everything's there. Okay, yeah. all right. So our first caller is Sandra from uh, Long Island. Mm. Hi, Sandra. What's your question? Hello? Yes, yeah, Sandra dropped off. We're going to have to go to Craig in Vegas. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, Craig in Las Vegas. Yes, uh, good afternoon. I'd like to thank you for taking my call. Oh, great. We're glad to help. How, how can we help you this evening? Oh uh, yes, I just moved to uh, Vegas about uh, about less than a month ago, and I'd just like to know: uh, Do you see any finances in other here? Your question is: Do you want to see how your life is going to be there? No, is that I it? Want to see, I want to see if I want to find my significant other. Oh, to find your wife. Oh, oh, cool. Okay, let's look. And what was your first name again? Craig. Craig. Craig, okay. 
Let's look at the energy around you, finding your wife, your significant other in Las Vegas. Well, I would say that you being in Las Vegas is providing you with a whole new identity. And that new identity that you have in Las Vegas is presenting you with a new vision for life. And whatever you put in that vision, which would be a wife, would be absolutely realized for you. I would definitely, on the 5th of September, write a wish list for the kind of woman you would like to manifest for your wife. You know, is she happy, healthy? You know, uh, does she like to dance? Is she athletic? You know, those kinds of things that you would like to receive because it shows that you're very set up right now for a new, you know, vision of life and love. And you've got the King of Cups here, which in Tarot language is a man of great love. So, and you've got the Empress here, which is a woman who loves to love. So I would say, yes, you are in the right place to manifest your true love. Go for it. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah. I have nothing else to add other than if you find yourself thinking about, um, there is a sadness card here, but it's from the past. Just envision cords being cut, like the cords, like you can actually close your eyes and see this person and see where the string is that you're still tying you together, like a cord. It can be between the hearts, between the mind, between the sexual organs, between the feet even sometimes. It's very strange. But when you see where this cord is to this past sadness or person, just see it being cut and release with love. I lovingly release this from my life because... Um, you've got to cut the cords and the grief card, but then you've got the treasure chest card. You've got the, I move to have this great love, and, you, and it's here, just like Beatrix said. So truly write down your manifestation list and just enjoy this good that's coming. All right, and once you write it down, then then you say, um, this or something better than this comes to me in an easy and pleasurable way for the good of all concerned. And you will bring in a, a woman that is very loving, and yeah. I think you'll be quite happy. But I do also agree, don't let your past get in the way of the newness you are preparing for. You are definitely preparing for a whole new life, and it's going to be a good one. Oh, wow, that's wonderful. That's great news. <laughs> okay. Bravo. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank okay. you. Have a good night. All right, you too. Okay, remember, listeners, that we're all part of the group mind. So Greg may have just asked a question that four other people on the call needed answered and go, oh, thank you. So (laughs) I know, isn't it funny? It's always that way. Okay, um, we are now going to go to New Jersey. Uh, Rose. Hello. Hello, Rose. (laughs) Um. I have been out of work for a while, so I've been thinking, you know, maybe I should go back to school or take a, take something different, have get a new career, but I'm not sure what I want to do and what direction to go to. So my question is, do you see me finding a job 
or do you, or will I be going to school to start a new career? What do you see uh, in my future? Okay, let me just look at you, and I'm gonna. Those are two questions, so I'm gonna pull a card for you getting work in what you already know, in the field you already know, and going to school. I get that there is a job in the field you already know. Are you in the healing arts or the real estate arts or the something to do with home or no. healing? Mm-mm. Not at all? No. Interior decorating? No. Uh-uh. She's very creative. I know. You're seeing all the creativity. You you do have a lot of creativity around you. Um, but I don't know what to do with myself, with my career. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what you need to do is I'm feeling that there's a service that you could provide for people right now that you could find a tremendous amount of happiness and bliss and a lot of money. Do you know what it could be, though? I love to help people. I do consider myself to be a healer. But what I've done my entire life, my career, I am an executive assistant and cannot find a job. So oh, I think you're love to the healing people. arts. Excuse me? You need to get in the healing arts. I don't know what, what, what though. I don't know what to do with it. And I do love to help people, but I don't know which direction to take. Well, I would look under the umbrella of healing and see what attracts you. I don't know if you need to go, you know, into like herbs or naturopathy or, you know, but there's some kind of service that you could get, provide and be paid well for. Oh, I wish I knew what it was. You know, it's um, it just feels like you were burnt out with the executive um, level work that you were doing. Um, because it just feels like you're when you think about it, you go into a different energy field. It's like, oh my God! I'm tired I'm, of looking for work and not right. finding it, and I've been temping for years. I'm tired of all of that. Right. Right. You no, know, yeah. after yeah. a while, you want your own job with benefits and everything, not somebody else who's called out sick or is on maternity leave. It's just I'm not burned out. I love what I do. Um, I just can't find a job, and maybe that's what you're seeing. Like I'm getting right. burnt out from from looking and not I would finding use, anything. I would you know what I would age. do is I'd go to the magazine stand and get a bunch of magazines on healing arts, you well, know, I, or having I, the health I'm a, I'm a master herbalist, and I'm also certified in holistic health. Oh, well, there you go. If you got yeah, one. I don't know what to do with it. I'm a health coach. I'm trying to tell you what to do. I don't do know it. where to start. I I've been an executive assistant my whole career. I just never thought, you know, of changing. Okay. Well, I would say if they were me, I would go buy some of these magazines, and I would make a dream board. I'd flip through them, cut pictures of all kinds of healing modalities that I know about and that I'm interested in, and then make a prayer with your dream board with pictures of you on it doing some form of healthy service and put yourself in a space of the healing rather than the executive and then something will pop for you. Yeah. You have um you have the self employment part here saying that you are a natural 
born entrepreneur in that if you would believe in yourself, I mean, you took all of these classes because you were drawn to the healing arts. Oh, yeah, from my own from my own personal hobby. Right. I just, right. you know. Yeah, but let me, I turned my hobby into a major career. Right. And be yeah. done. I was working on my MBA when I uh, took a breathwork class, and that changed my whole destiny. I, I, it's just the way it was. I mean, God knew that, yeah, the MBA was good. I mean, you have no idea. I have so many master's hours. But when I took that breathwork class, that led me to everything else, you know, and, I mean, in, Beatrix knows. I mean, it's it's been a journey. I always am learning. But the main thing is I, I would use the sage spray that Beatrix was talking. You can use the sage spray or you can use the, the sage. You know, the, the actual sage from the desert is better. It has the light. The sage spray is good, too. You know, you can mist yourself. It's a little harder to clear yourself with the sage, you know, all the way around, but it's easy to mist yourself. So, number one, I would clear yourself. I would do the exact same process that Beatrix was recommending to the person before about his ideal uh, mate. I would put my ideal job. I would make this amount of money. I would work these hours. I would be able to be feel like, you know, I'm contributing, you know, to my life purpose. I mean, part of the deal with you ser- being of service to all of these executives for so long is that you're really good at it. You're you're intuitive. You anticipate. You know, you, you're really gifted. But imagine if you took all those skills and helped people learn to manage their lives. I mean, because a lot of executives, I work with a lot. Beatrix does too. I mean, a lot of them are wonderfully successful at work, but then the rest of their life isn't so good. So you may, you know, you've got Archangel Gabriel energy around you asking you to communicate. I would take this time to write articles, write some articles, mm-hmm. get published, you know, do an internship. You know, internships are fabulous. It's one of the ways that a lot of people are getting jobs now do an internship you know and and give back in a different way and learn and see where it goes but you you have golden opportunities opening up for you if you will just i know i mean i just see these fabulous doorways opening for you oh i wish i knew where though but i don't want to take up the oil yeah that's gonna be that's a full-on reading yeah anyway you've got a lot of ideas that's available (laughs) to you if you want to unzip and Walk through that doorway. It's yours. All right. Thank okay, you. Okay, good luck, Rose. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We are now going to Dallas. We are going to go to Joanne from Dallas, Texas. Hello. Good evening. How are you all doing? Great. We're doing great. I was expecting a southern accent. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Well, I know many people are waiting, so we'll go to my question. And thanks for doing this and for helping others finding their way when they have uh, some doubts like myself. Uh, To begin with, I've been going through really rough time in the last past two months. It's it's been very challenging in the spiritual uh, sense of things. It seems like every time I want to move forward, something else happens. It seems to be a lot of blocks or obstacles, and I want to know if you see in this clearing soon or what will be the reason to it. Uh, I'm very concerned about spiritual. Normally, I like to meditate. I like to be in tune, but lately, I have been feeling like not doing anything at all. Right. What exactly are you looking for? I'm sorry. I couldn't quite hear it. I would like to get some guidance on my spiritual path. Oh, on your spiritual path. Okay, good. Have you, um, I feel that you have a heart filled with love. 
that it's a, a wonderful, loving heart. And I feel very strongly that you need to join some sort of a creative group. Uh, you know, look in the papers and, you know, or go to the metaphysical bookstores and see if there's a group that's working with creativity. There's also a book. Oh, it's that gal that, Artist's Way, I think it's called. You may want to go get that and start opening your creative power and uh, see if you can join a group that opens up their creativity in a way that I feel that there's a blossoming creative essence in you that's just waiting to be expressed. And this will be your spiritual path, being a creative goddess of some sort, working with people in their intuitive and creative worlds. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that already with a group. I, I have some spiritual gifts, but it has been a little bit challenging. I want to know if you see something moving forward. Keep going. See, the problem is right now all the planets are making us feel resistance. And uh, breakthroughs come in, but if you get stuck in the obstacles, you can go back, like, you can go backwards and get lost in a time wobble that's not even appropriate for right now. So I want you to, when you notice the obstacle, just stand still for a while, do some breath work, or, you know, get some paints and color, or meditate, and um, open yourself up to the power of the moment. And I think that some of the resistance that's in the sky right now will um, sort of begin to dissipate and put you in a much easier position to go forward. Because you are going forward and your spiritual your spirituality is very much intact um, as soon as you get over the the idea that there's too many obstacles. You know, um Joanne, what I am seeing is movement. You're you're um you're doing so many things in the right direction, but it's too much sitting. They're wanting you to sing and to dance and to find your joy and to be ecstatic. Mm-hmm. And I just see you moving, like moving the energy. Oh, okay. That makes so much sense. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, just move yeah, and sing and dance. Class or yes, yes, that would be fabulous. Yeah, it's just you need to move the energy, and as you feel that freedom with your body and listening to the drumming or listening to whatever music you choose, just be joyful. You know, you know, Tina Turner uh, became Buddhist at one point in her life, and she made this CD with Buddhist and Christian chants, and throughout the whole CD, she'll say, "Keep singing, keep singing." That's where the joy is. Keep singing, and this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you using your voice and moving your body, and just oh my god, you're giving me chills. My God, thank yeah, for yeah. this powerful message. <laughs> perfect way to go, Cindy. All right. Well, it's right there. Beatrix sees it. You have it all. Just 
pulses through parts. My whole body is so vibrating. That's wonderful. Way to go. Give us, send us an email, you know, to info at spiritseeker.com and keep us posted and I'll share it with Beatrice. That's (laughs) great. So much. You're welcome. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. It's so funny how you just get this image, and I'm like, why am I hearing drums drumming? <laughs> like, Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, she's on the right track. Okay. We're now going to go to Amy in California. Hi, Amy. Ooh. Oh, she dropped the call. Yeah, know. we're going to have to go to Pam in Seattle, it looks like. Oh, cool. Hi, Pam. Hi, Beatrix. How are you? Good, hi. So what is your question? Um, As some people would would say, at times I overanalyze. And when I do that, I have a tendency to not be able to stay in the moment so I can figure out why the universe has me on hold. Well, analyzation will put you on hold every time. Yes. So what can I do to stop analyzing? Start accepting. Learn the power of acceptance. Ah, you know what tarot card I have for you? What? The Two of Swords, which says that you have to get out of your mind and go into your intuition. So you've got got to learn to translate your thinking, uh, to transmute your thinking into knowing. And the Two of Swords is the card that asks us to have faith in our future. And uh, through our intuitive um, mind rather than our mental mind. So your analyzation just keeps you stuck in the same spot. So, and you vacillate and you think about it this way and that way and you get the windshield wipers going. So stop. Take in a few deep breaths, breathe in, breathe out, and advance intuitively. Okay, because you don't want to get stuck in in vacillation. Analyzation leads to vacillation, and vacillation leads to stuckness. Yeah, I've been there for about a month now. Oh, uh, I just can't. I can't quite get a handle on. How to get out of it. Yeah. Remember that in not making a decision, it's making a decision. Right on. And True. and there's a, there's a past life issue coming up for you around anger. I don't it's this is totally from a past life and I think that you know with the energy of what Beatrix was talking about earlier with Mercury going in three different signs this month and Mercury is the messenger <laughs> and we're being asked to, you know, with the Mars thing with, you know, rebelliousness versus what can we learn from our thinking, there's some, and I'm not saying you're an angry person because I don't get that at all, but I feel like there's some part of anger or sadness that is, it's it's old, it, mm-hmm. age three, whatever happened at age three, and, you know, we're not going to discuss that on the air, but it just feels like there's something that is coming up for healing with this new moon in Virgo asking you to rethink what's going on in your head. Does that make sense? Uh, more sense than you can imagine. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, because they're not showing me the rest. But, but, but journaling... don't rethink. You can't think yeah. anymore. Choose <laughs> thought. There's a, different, 
that there's a difference from thinking and using thought. Oh, I totally know that. Okay, yeah. when I was first introduced to breathwork, working on my MBA, I, if I heard it one more time, I thought I was going to punch someone. They would say, Cindy, get out of your head and go into your heart. And I'm like, what do you think I'm doing? What is wrong yeah, with yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, And then one day, during a breathwork session, I was in such a hard space, and I got it. And I thought, oh, these poor people must have been so frustrated with how many times could you tell me it, you know. But it is. It's get out of your head, go into your heart, and everything just becomes a different ball game. And so whatever you're, you know, remember anger is sadness turned outward, depression is sadness, sadness turned inward. So whatever this is, it's actually coming out. So be glad. Journal about it. Don't analyze it. Burn it. And get going. Being happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the three-year-old thing, I'm, I've been researching a lot of stuff lately, um, trying to from a heart level. And there's definitely some, some forgiveness, some work that still needs to be done around that. So thank you very much. You're very uh, welcome. Sweetie. You're on your way. <laughs> You're on your way. Put the two swords on Thanks your altar. You You're welcome. Bye. Okay. We have time for one more. I think we have Deborah from uh, New York. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Fine, thanks. Okay. Uh, well, my question would be, uh, I'm going through a little financial trouble, so uh, I just wonder if this is going to last long or what? Well, let's see. Let's, oh, you know, things are going to get better around money on the 20th. Oh, okay. Just to let you know. <clears throat> okay, so there's something about you that you keep thinking of the past and overthinking something that didn't happen to you and by doing that what you're doing is you're blocking any new opportunities uh, that could come forward you're in actually a manifesting cycle for yourself um, after the 20th, and I do see something coming your way in your attraction field that will rebalance you and open your heart up so you can receive again. When we receive, then we get money and love and everything else, but you are still trying to do damage control on something that happened to you um, that made you feel not so successful. So you need to release that um, before the 5th, or the when is that new moon? The 5th, and release it and let it go and replace it with a new attraction st strategy that will be fulfilling for you. Okay? Okay, wonderful. Yeah, you're, you're everything she said, and there you go. You're, it's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Go for it. You can do it. Okay. Thank you, Cindy. I'm Debbie uh, from uh, Egypt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you the other card that was here, since I know your story, and it wasn't what you asked. Right. But you have a twin flame coming in, and I know, I know you don't think she that you does. can have a second twin flame, but you do. 
Oh wow! Now that will be very interesting. I'll I'll definitely email you and let you know when the flames are. Okay. 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 <laughs> Deb, Deb and I shared a little balcony next to each other, cruising down the Nile River in Egypt in 2008, and oh, we did fun. some heart soul sharing. But I I'm sorry I didn't recognize your voice, but I know it now. <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling, girlfriend. Yay. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, that is funny. Okay, Beatrix, we have many more people that want readings, but I did. Um, Susan's been waiting. Um, Susan from Connecticut. We're going to um, go to you. Oh, hi. Hi. (laughs) I didn't expect to get called. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. And how may we help you this evening? Um, I I lost my second set of car keys, and I'm hoping you can tell me that I didn't lose them. I am like the worst at finding keys. Finding keys. You will find them. Well, are you good at figuring that out, Cindy? I'm you hearing will you find to, your keys. Yeah, I'm hearing meditate with your crystals. Take a take your most favorite crystal, and if you don't have one, go to the local metaphysical store and find the crystal that talks to you. And then you need to just hold that crystal and use it as an amplifier going north, south, east, west, and ask, where did I last have these keys? And you're going to hear a direction, and then you'll just... I know where I last had them. I just don't know where they went. But weren't they in your house? Yeah, they were in my purse. I threw them in my purse, and and my purse was right next to my bed, and I went to bed. It's really... Well, keys represent security in symbology. So one of the things that you need to ask yourself, which might clear away the the direction of where the keys are, is, you know, for you to find out where you're feeling insecure right now and open up that within yourself and the keys may just appear. It's it's all about the keys opening other doors and these keys being taken away from you and the fact that they were your second set that you kind of misplaced. You've got these angels saying, "Hey, you, when are you going to get it? These keys are like they're they're the they're to the cars, the way you're traveling through life. They're to the doorways and to and out of your home. It's like." You're being, this is to get your attention. You know, Beatrix talks about the timekeeper when we lose our keys and we can't get to where we need to go. On Uh, some level, you know, you've been slowed down for a reason. They did it last time, the last full moon. I put my crystals in the windowsill and one of them was missing. And then all of a sudden appeared on my sheet on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you think that happened? You've got angels that are watching over you. You've got angels watching over you. They're getting your attention. So go find that crystal that moved from your windowsill into your bed and meditate with it because that's why that was that way. They're like, will you still, will you use us? You powerize us with the moonlight. Now you're supposed to use us and you're just forgetting about us. (laughs) I think I'm, (laughs) yes, I think I'm supposed to meditate with it. Yes, you are. And then you'll find your keys. Okay. <laughs> You're very welcome. Okay. <laughs> thank you very oh much. Hi. Oh, so, Beatrix, I want to thank you for being my guest, and I know many oh, people thank did you not. For you know, me. We had many people on the call that didn't get readings, but just listen, remember, listen to, the, or in your mind, replay some of the answers, and 
you know, it's we're all part of the group mind. So whether you got a reading or not, you did get a reading. And um, But thank you for your patience, and thank you for calling in. Beatrix is my guest the first Tuesday of every single month, and, um, you know, we, we do the readings every single, you know, month. And some of my other guests this month, um, we're going to have uh, the author, Ina Siegel, of The Secret Life of Wellness. We have Dr. Eric Pearl, who founded the Reconnection uh, Healing Method. We have Dr. Norm Sheely, who... You know, is the the person who founded the American Holistic uh, Association. Um, he's he's advocated for you know holistic health and and wellness and um, in many fronts. We also have Nikki Williams on September 24th, who uh, is one of the featured psychics at the Kansas City. Um, you know, the Psychic Research Society puts on a fair a couple times a year, and so Nikki will and I will be doing readings on the 24th. That's an, an, a two hour show. Almost every show in this month is going to be two hour shows. Once we get to the third show, because there's so many people that want to be on the show, and I'm so grateful. Uh, you can also hear about shamanism on the 17th. So we have shamanism, we have the secret life of wellness, and we have you know the reconnect. And um, evidently, Eric Pearl is now um, working. Uh, through a channel, Solomon Speaks, and so his work is taking oh. a new a new turn. I know he has a new book out uh, called Solomon Speaks and Reconnecting Your Life. So yeah. these are all all the you know and and you know tell your friends about the show tonight because they can listen to it. It's immediately archived and available for download. So Beatrix, thank you for everything. Oh, you're welcome and have fun, Mont. That's a crystal mind. I will. I'll, I'll call you when oh. I get back. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone, and good night. Bye. Okay. Bye.